Jack Dorsey, who co-founded Twitter, just sold his first tweet that says, just setting up my Twitter for $2.9 million. Rob Gronkowski is selling digital Super Bowl trading cards. A JPEG image sold for nearly $70 million. And even Taco Bell is selling Taco GIFs. Or is it GIFs? I'm not sure. So what's going on here? These are all examples of NFTs. If you haven't heard of NFTs before, it stands for non-fungible tokens. I wanted to make a video explaining what NFTs are, how they work, why they've been getting so popular over the past few weeks, and to show you the ridiculous NFTs that I personally bought a few years ago. So let's get right into it. Um, my first question, of course, is uh, what exactly is an NFT, right? Jack Dorsey's first tweet is still up on his Twitter account. You can pull it up right now. Why would anyone want to pay for that, let alone buy it for $2.9 million? Well, non-fungible tokens are essentially unique digital uh, products or even assets you could think of them as. And the key difference between an NFT and a cryptocurrency is that cryptocurrencies are uh, interchangeable. They're, fun they're, they're fungible. If you give someone cash for 10% of a Bitcoin, it doesn't matter where their Bitcoin came from. 10% of a Bitcoin is going to carry the same value regardless of who you got it from. NFTs, on the other hand, are entirely unique. Valuables, the marketplace where Dorsey sold his tweet, explains it like this in their FAQ. The tweet itself will continue to live on Twitter. What you are purchasing is a digital certificate of the tweet, unique because it has been signed and verified by the creator. They go on to say that after buying tweets, you are able to resell them on valuables or display them in your online gallery. As with any collectible, you can choose to just keep it in a private collection. Similarly, Ron Gronkowski's collectibles are completely exclusive and have his digital signature guaranteeing their authenticity. Now, you might be wondering what the point is of buying a digital collectible, and if you aren't the kind of person to care about physical collectibles, then this probably won't do much for you either. But on the other hand, if you are interested in things like trading cards or other collectibles, then a non-fungible token offers the same kind of uh, sentimental value uh, as well as the authenticity that you would be getting in any other collectible. So even though there's no you know physical card for example, you're still buying a collectible in the same way and the digital signature is just as exclusive as if not arguably more exclusive than a regular signature on a physical card. If you get a physical card, then your ownership is only as secure as the physical card itself. That can be damaged, lost, stolen, whatever, right? But if you own a digital asset and that ownership is secured on the blockchain, then there's a lot less that can happen to that asset. Maybe. And ultimately, digital collectibles are affected by the same factors that can change the price of any other asset. For example, let's say Rob Gronkowski uh, never sells another set of cards, right? Well, once he's in the Hall of Fame, whoever has the rights to his digital trading cards, uh, you know, the, those NFTs might be worth even more money than they are now. On the other hand, there's always the chance that Rob Gronkowski will try to cash in again, make a new set of digital cards or something like that. And in that case, the value might go down due to these digital cards. All of a sudden, you know, they became less scarce. So all this is to say that even though the idea of a digital collectible is a little bit unintuitive at first. In many respects, it works the same way that you would expect uh, any other collectible asset to work. And in fact, I personally have some experience with non-fungible tokens. Uh, I bought some crypto kitties a few years ago. Here they are. Crypto kitties are basically virtual cats that I bought with some uh, Ethereum about four years ago. Was that a good investment? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I should have just held on to that little bit of Ethereum I spent on those crypto kitties. Uh, you might be sitting uh, there thinking, so what's the point of all this, Logan? Uh, you have digital cats. What's the point? And to that, I say, 
I don't really know. <laughs> if you know anything about the collectibles market in general, you know that it can be extremely volatile. And now that we are in this world of digital collectibles, even more so. So do I regret purchasing those crypto kitties a few years ago? Well, to be honest, kind of, yeah. To be honest, right now, I'd rather have that little bit of ether I spent on crypto kitties than the actual crypto kitties themselves. Because the thing with crypto kitties, uh, they're not super rare, right? At least mine aren't anyway. It's not like Jack Dorsey's first tweet or some you know famous artist piece of artwork. I logged into crypto kitties for the first time in like three years the other day. And there are just so many crypto kitties now. Like, what's the value of my three crypto kitties? Why would anyone want to buy my three digital cats? So what am I saying? Obviously, I wouldn't recommend throwing your life savings into crypto kitties or any other non-fungible token. Uh, this kind of asset can go in any direction, really. Um, but that's also part of what makes it exciting in terms of investing, uh, but also in terms of the future of collectibles in general. So if you're interested in, in these things, I would I would say, look, only put in a little bit of money. Money you're okay with losing. Don't take too much money away from you know more traditional, stable investments. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with having a little fun, putting some cash into a speculative asset that has the potential to become extremely valuable. Uh, but at this point, I would say, look, just look at them the same way as you look at buying, you know, baseball cards or or Barbie dolls or what other uh, other collectibles people have. It's kind of fun. There's a chance, right? There's a chance the NFT will go up in value probably more of a chance it won't, or at least won't beat the market if it does. So if you kind of view these through that lens, you'll be okay. Just whatever you do, don't become the digital version of 80 soap star Chris Robinson, who sucked $100,000 into Beanie Babies throughout the 90s as an investment. The truth is that while speculative collectible assets, physical or digital, may rise significantly in value, more often than not, they don't. So if you do have an itch to scratch, like I had with the CryptoKitty, sure, throw a few bucks in, but don't let the latest craze or fad distract you from your long-term investment plans. Speaking of which, if you haven't seen my video on investing for beginners, check that one out. There'll be a link on the next screen of that video, as well as a link to a video on how I personally recently started mining cryptocurrency. And no, it's not Bitcoin or Ethereum. So I will see you in those other videos.